Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to Face to Face. This is a show about change and about what's next. It's a show that wants to ask questions, peel back the layers of our average everyday experience, and go beyond scratching the surface. We interview amazing people with incredible ideas and stories who have done wild, weird, and wonderful things. Remember that imagination shared create collaboration, and collaboration creates community, and community inspires social change. I'm David Peck, and this is Face to Face. interview was a real treat for me. Uh, Susan Kuchera is a filmmaker uh, talking about her new film, Living in the Future's Past. This is original filmmaking. It's beautiful filmmaking. It's a, it's a challenging piece. This film is about so many things. And as you'll find out as Susan and I chat, we, we get into uh, a variety of layers. This is a film about evolution. This is a film about uh, ideology. It's a film about asking better questions. This is a deeply existential and, and philosophical piece about what it means to be human and, and, and what it means to, 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 to make choices, but to, more importantly, to make the right choices or to maybe even make different choices. And I think you're going to really find this a fascinating film and, and a very interesting interview with uh, Susan and I. The film's produced by Jeff Bridges and narrated by him as well. And many of you may know he's, he's, he's a photographer and, and clearly uh, has an eye for for uh, existential uh, and, and and deeply philosophical thinking in this film. You're gonna you're gonna see this, I think, as an invitation to see the world and to interact with it in a new uh, way. We talk about archaeology and anthropology and 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 object oriented ontology. Please don't let that scare you away. I think you're gonna find it really uh, deeply interesting. And things like desire and choice and consumerism. It's quite fascinating and quite an interesting and as I said, beautiful creative and unique film that uh, I think you're going to uh, really love. So look for it. It's hopefully coming soon to a theater near you. Susan Kachera coming right up talking about her new film, Living in the Future's Past. And don't forget face-to-facelive.ca for over 350 interviews now with filmmakers and philosophers and thinkers and writers. And if you want to get behind what I'm doing, you can do that and help support the the work here at Face to Face. You can do that through patreon.com. Coming right up, Susan Kachera talking about her new film, produced by Jeff Bridges and narrated by Jeff, uh, living in the future's past. Well, welcome to Face to Face. We're joined by a very special guest today, Susan Kachera, a documentarian filmmaker, is here with us today, a producer and a writer, uh, to talk about her new film, Living in the Future's Past. Susan, thanks so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. 
that. Thank you. So, so I, it, this is a tough one to know sort of where to dive in. I mean, I just want to talk about the title <laughs> for the next 20 minutes, you know, because I think the implications are pretty, pretty profound. But tell me a little bit about the production itself. So produced by, uh, by yourself and by Jeff Bridges, narrated by Jeff Bridges, which was, is a pretty, yes. pretty amazing coup for, for you guys, uh, yep. I would think. He's also in it. <laughs> He's also in it. Yes, exactly right. And I'm going to tell the audience right now, you've, you've got to watch it right through to the end because the end scene is just so worth the price of admission. It's, it's fantastic. Mm. Anyway, congratulations, too, on the film, Susan. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it was a, um, a two-year process. Um, Jeff and I had a, well, first we had a very good executive producer. His name is Jim Swift. And he really gave us free reign um, so that we wouldn't fall into any ideological traps. You know, we, we didn't have any sort of preconceived sort of way we were going to do this. Right. And Jeff and I had a, a visioning process that we went through where we wrote down all the things that we thought, well, if we're going to contribute this, you know, what, what could we look at? Um, how could we do this in a way that we would be filling a gaps that we saw um, in, in what's out there. Right. And I think, I think we achieved that. And so, um, you know, we, we FaceTimed <laughs> a lot <laughs> and we interviewed some very amazing, um, speakers and the, the film's unusual. It's kind of a, it kind of turns the documentary genre upside down. It's, it's, um, it's not like the type of film you can go and maybe like leave and go get some popcorn and come back and still be <laughs> right. with it. You know, right. Really, right. It, 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 you're able to stick with it though. Well, and, and what's fascinating to me is, is Susan, what's fascinating to me is you cover so much ground in the film. So, I mean, it's, it, I mean, what I love about any great, any great film, but any great documentary in particular is it's kind of sometimes hard to actually put your finger on what exactly is, you know, is this really about? I mean, we're, we're talking about the human race. We're talking about choice and about the environment and about climate and about, as you say, I, ideologies and, and, and belief systems. I mean, there's just so much that you've incorporated. Was that, was that intentional going in? Like, did you have that up yeah. on the whiteboard? Was that storyboarded for this? <laughs> Yeah, well, we were very interested in bringing in um, anthropology mm. and evolution and looking at society um, almost from the viewpoint of animals and right. how animals right. do things as well. I mean, we, um, but it is hard to describe. I mean, it took it, the film's 85 minutes, and by the end of the 85 minutes, it's a, it feels like a cohesive whole. Whereas if I were going to try to pick it apart and just say, well, it had this and this, it's, I can do that, but it's not going to have the same impact. Um, but we also were very turned on by um, this one philosopher who's also in the film, his name's Timothy Morton, and he really makes your the way you think kind of mm. turns it in a different way. I, I can't really describe it. It's it's sort of based on um, object-oriented ontology, where you're you strip away your your judgments um, and you're able to see things in a completely different way. So that that part I liked, but then also the whole energy aspect. He's got such a um, great accent too. He does. <laughs> he's from he's from England. <laughs> uh, um, and, and by the uh, and by the way, Susan, yeah. I think this may be the only 
podcast, I think I've published about 360 now, where we've actually spoken about object-oriented ontology. So I just wanted to toss that out there for my oh. listeners. That's fantastic. <laughs> right. It's fantastic. Well, it's it's like a, it's like a trying to to take away that. Uh, all those sort of presuppositions, right? All those preconceived notions. And, and like you say, falling right. into those, as Jim said to you, falling into those ideological traps. Right, that's right. And um, so, you know, it's, it's a film for everybody. It's, uh, Jeff likes to look at things as an invitation. It's, we're not mm. saying, hey, we're going to hit you over the head. You've got to learn this stuff. It's really an invitation to learn about these themes that are often overlooked, but they, we feel like these are the keys that we need in order to take a, a good long pause and think about what we're doing, um, think about why we're doing right. certain things, but then also not forget that there are physical realities in the world, which I think some a lot of us well, I think have I'm, wishful thinking. <laughs> how you, you know what's so interesting to me? I mean, I want to go so many places, but uh, w- with my questions, but uh, you know, the, it's the simple things. It's the little things. I love the way that 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 this really is about that that causal connection about every single decision that we make. Right? This is a, this is really a profound film about choice and about the responsibilities that we all have uh, from getting out of bed in the morning to the kind of car we drive and the kind of food we eat and, 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 and just so simple and yet so profound. Right, right. But I think it also shows, the. Uh, um, I know we talk about the super organism yes, <laughs> yes. in there. And so when you start to see uh, all of society in this other way um, that works for animals mm. as well, maybe not be working for us, uh, so well, it's it's a lot about how we just move things around, move things from here to there, move ourselves from here to there, all the supply chains. Um, but we don't go into any of those nitty gritty details. Right. Um, I think that once you start, it's almost like it's almost like um, improvising to a different piece of music after you've seen this. Um, you don't have to know exactly what to do, but you kind of will know what to do after you learn about these um, different themes. So you've just come out of a, a film festival in the U.S. The film is a couple, couple year project. You're about to sort of move out into an, uh, the, the circuit, I suppose. Do you have a sense for how the, the questions people are asking already coming out, coming out of this? Uh, you've, you've, I, I, I think Jeff and you hosted the, 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 the screening with a Q&A well, afterwards? Uh, Jeff couldn't be there. Oh, okay. He's filming in Vancouver, um, but we did it in Santa Barbara. Uh, we we had a wonderful, well, we screened two nights. We filled both theaters. One one of them was a 600-seat theater. Nice. Wonderful to share it with all these people. And what I got out of the Q&A after is the whole part about energy which I understand because when I went into this, I didn't also understand the, how this sort of works. And I'm not talking about solar panels and things like that. It's just the, the whole flow of energy. Um, fascinating. So that definitely came across. And then the whole um, anthropological evolutionary part of how our brains work um, that came across, I could tell right. <laughs> from the from the Q and A, and I and people just love the imagery um, because it's not a depressing film. It's so it's, not a it's, it's so not a depressing yeah. film, and and it's, and it almost should be, you know. <laughs> it almost should be, that's right. <laughs> 
Well, it's, it's about blurring of boundaries, too, and so we didn't forget that we're, we're not the only animals in town, right? So uh, we didn't forget about the, the other beings that we share this planet with. I love some of the profound questions that come up in the film, not, not only the explicit ones, but the implied ones as well. And I think somebody, and I can't remember who it was, it might have been the, 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 the philosopher from the UK, but when, when does the end of the world start? was a question that just kind of knocked my socks off. It's just... Oh, that's right. Yeah. Is it starting yet? <laughs> is it start? Like, is it tomorrow? Should I put, should I put that in my calendar? That's right. Well, we, we, uh, a lot of, a lot of the way we talk to each other is sort of, oh my gosh, the sky is falling and right. we have to do something now. And in a, in a weird way, that's, not working um you'd think it would work but it's not working so well and so we try to again turn things around and um and it's i i think it works anyway i i enjoyed i certainly enjoyed making it i learned a lot i noticed that i do things differently i i see things differently um and like I said, the more we're we're improvising to a different piece of music, the the mm. different piece will emerge. Because we talk about emergent behavior, all these things, entropy. And there's a lot of interesting stuff in here for sure. Do you come away from a project like this and say, you know what, we we need to go into, you know, there's there maybe committed, you know, passionately committed to two or three other themes that come out of a film like this. And you say, you know, we really, we really need to make part two and three about, you know, these other issues because, you know, like consumerism, for, for instance, that's clearly a thematic thread that runs the choices we make and what we wear and what we buy and, and, and desire and need. I love that conversation, by the way, that, that just right, pops up right. throughout the whole film and so deeply connected to, to, to who we are and where we find ourselves. Well, and I, I think, again, um, we're trying to promote desire because I think a lot of environmental speak has been about not having, not doing, right, right. not, not, not. And, but we can do a lot when we have intense desire, right? We're always going to have desire. that We're not going to beat that out of ourselves. And so if we just shift our desire over right. a little bit, that we can just do so many things. But again, I, I, the reason I like this film is because it is grounded in that whole section on energy. Because mm-hmm. if, you, if, you, if you really understand that, it's not that difficult to make slightly different decisions. Um, and it has a lot to do with optimal foraging, because um, we're not so optimal, of course, right now. Um, but we can be. We, we actually have everything that we need. And we don't have to go into living like medieval monks. <laughs> right. Not that that's a bad thing. Right, right. Uh, but we, 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 we can shift, but obviously we, we're kind of, we need to do things now, not, not 50 years from there's now. A, there's a sense where, um, um, uh, I think it might have been uh, Jeff Bridges' narration at the beginning, where we're, we're living in the symptoms of a reality that we didn't expect. Which I, I just so love that phrase. And is that kind of the frog in the pot that's boiling that doesn't notice it? Is that kind of that? Is that the implication of that? Is that is that what you were suggesting there? Well, I think that we are when we're talking about um, tuning in to what's here, not only like what's within ourselves <clears throat> and and what's available to us 
um, in, in physical reality, like uh, resources and whatnot. It's also tuning into climate change, which is actually already here, hmm. but you can't see it, right? It's it's like Timothy Morton would say, it's in the um, it's in the raindrops. It's it's everywhere already, right? Uh, but we just can't feel it, and um, you can't really glimpse it. It's it's you don't have a crystal ball to see what things might look like, and um, and the other thing I found interesting. Uh, with the, one of the scientists that we interviewed, is that it's not really the change itself. Obviously, the climate has changed many, many times in Earth's history. It's the it's how fast it might go. And right. So, looking around, like I'm in the Northwest here, and all these wonderful trees everywhere. Um, a year of drought here would literally kill everything. So, um, we're we're talking about very strange uh, weather patterns where animals and plants can't adapt quickly enough. The, um, this notion of, of the little things sort of making a big difference, you know, incremental change and so on is something that I've been certainly talking about in my own life for, for many, many years and, and, and sort of preaching to my students. I, I teach in international development at Humber College in Toronto and, and, and there's somebody in the film uh, talks about, you know, starting, starting your car is meaningless. But, right. but but when you combine that, but is it a hundred trillion vehicles? Is that did did I hear that stat in the film, which is oh, just in the film. yeah, which is utterly insane. Trillion. Yeah, it, oh, I forget how many vehicles, but it's it's a big a hundred trillion's yeah. a lot. But but yeah, it's but, a lot, and when you combine them, the impact is significant. And if if we could, as you know, to your point earlier, shift our desire just a little bit, the impact, yeah. the change, could be significant. Exactly. That's right. And and again, knowledge is power, right? Yes. I think that a lot of people we we don't know what to do, right? Oh, what can I little, little what? me do? That's right. <laughs> and there's a lot you can do. I mean, I always think I always look at it this way: like plastic is just awful, obviously, right? So if 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 tomorrow people woke up and thought to themselves, "My God, I am not going to buy one more plastic." bottle there wouldn't be any because there's mm. no there'd be no one no one to sell them to <laughs> uh, but it's pretty profound right i mean I was I was uh, hosting just this uh, snowstorm here in Toronto on Saturday night, and we had a film night, a social justice film night, in, in this uh, um, not too far from where I live, and we were watching the film Complicit. I don't know if you've seen it by Heather White, and it's anyway, it's 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 about supply chain uh, um, transparency and 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 so on, and very social justice edge to it. Anyway, we had a panel discussion afterwards, and a local politician, a member of Parliament, was there, and at the end of the conversation, you know, she gets to you know, well, what can we do about? It? And she said, well, you know what, straws. And she starts talking about straws. And she said, you know what? When you go, just say no. Just say you don't want it. And I just, you know what I mean? It's like such a simple thing, but the potential for the impact is is is, is uh, without a doubt profound. Do you think that we're ever going to really believe and see the universe as this, you know, as you say in the film, as a flow of energy? It just... I so love that, but it just sounds yeah. like, boy, we've got a ways to go before we can get there. <laughs> I don't know. I I think so. I mean, I like I said, I I see things completely differently now. Right. And it doesn't it doesn't mean that I'm I'm just instantly oh radically changing. Right. But at least I know what I need to do to to be part of that. 
And, um, <laughs> but I think people do need to understand, like, I always, some, somebody had asked me, uh, they thought, oh, the film's kind of not uh, positive about um, sustainable uh, energy sources, like solar, right. et cetera. And I right. said, oh, no, that's absolutely not true. I think what one of the authors in the film was suggesting <laughs> is that instead of wasting all the oil that we have now, we should be using that energy to make a new a new kind of energy, a real transition. I mean, we transitioned from from trees to coal, you know, to oil, and it's going to take oil to get to the next uh, level that we want to be at. Uh, and I also suggested right now, which I, I believe is true, <clears throat> there aren't any solar panel factories mm. making solar panels. And when you think of it that way, then you're, you're looking at this toxic, precious resource as something we shouldn't be wasting. We should be using it to, to move into a different way of, of living and being. I think for me, you know, your film, and, and you do it in, you do it philosophically, you do it, well, you even bring in the, you know, and we need to chat about this too, I think, a little bit, that, that sort of the faith versus the, the science. You, you, you touch on that at one point, but this idea of exclusion versus inclusion, why are we so good at that, you know, pushing, pushing others pride. out? Yeah. <laughs> is, it, is it just pride? Uh, well, I think, you know, I think that people, they, we create these, I mean, we, we live in a sea of brains, right? <laughs> right. And we are, are all, we sort of gravitate towards the brains that think like us, right? Right. And then it's so much easier to, uh, I think it's called othering, right? To those people. It's always those people. Those people, yeah. But all, all the, all the, those people, they do it to each other. We always, we do it all the time and it's, it's we're we're in a stage now where we have to live in a larger uh, community. I mean, we already are. I mean, mm-hmm. we came from smaller groups, and now we're we're living in very large groups, and we're we're just going to have to get over this uh, this issue of the other. Well, and I wonder to what degree that question, you know, about the energy and and seeing the universe that way, um, you know, is well, I mean, clearly it's a much more holistic sort of approach and understanding. Uh, but I wonder how much that gets us a little step closer to this idea that we are, in fact, all in this together, you know? Right. Yeah, like like abracadabra, right? Like how <laughs> how hard how hard is that? And yet it seems, you know, and you bring that into the film as well, just this, the political disparity and, 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 the, and the potential for that and the, and the decisions that have been made in, in a very short history based on things like fossil fuel and, 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 and pride, for instance. Yeah, it's kind of phenomenal, isn't it? It really is. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty, pretty amazing. Well, and, and, I, and, I, and I, as I was telling you before, when we were not um, speaking on being recorded, <laughs> right. I, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm amazed I got this far, because I really do spend my whole life behind a camera. Right, well, and, and, you're a director, yeah. that's where you should be, yes. <laughs> and so... And so I am not so well-versed as, obviously, the people who are in the film talking about all these subjects. So I hope if people seek out the film, they will also seek out some of the books and, and material that the other people have, um, have put together. 
it's wonderful to me the 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 things that you bring to the surface the way the film ends the again i'm going to get the, the the power of single single actions i think i think jeff says as he's sort of finishing off with his 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 monologue about single actions having have, have led us collectively to this moment i mean that's that's worth pausing the film turning on the lights in the house and having a conversation about you know, because, right. because, because the decision you make the moment you walk out that door is going to get us to another place. And, and, and with a little intentionality, it can, it can make all the difference in the world. I mean, that's amazing. And then the, the, the talk about relationships and, and how all of life is just a series of relations. I mean, this, this phrase too, that Jeff, I just so love the, the whole film, but I love the ending where he says, all of us um, held in the arms of the atmosphere. I mean, how, yeah. how poetically profound and beautiful is that? Yeah, yeah. Well, he was certainly fun to work with. I bet. I filmed him uh, that last part. I filmed him in up above on the mountains above Santa Barbara. Um, the Thomas Fire <clears throat> took that whole area out, and then I guess you probably know the mudslide that ensued after through Montecito. Yes. Uh, Jeff, Jeff uh, his house is a total loss. Um, mm. So he he was affected by that mm. but um it's horrible. yeah so it was so when we, so when i look at that it looks like such pristine beautiful area it's uh it's all burned up now <laughs> wow yeah. wow which is kind of i mean how how sort of horribly apropos in yeah. in, in light of I, what you're doing with this film well i know and i think that's that's exactly why we wanted to open in Santa mm. Barbara. I mean, it was a really shocking, the, the mudslide. Again, we're talking about extremes, right? Yes, this yes. Is, uh, this mudslide wasn't just your average little mudslide, and 20, 23 people died, I believe, but there were huge boulders. I mean, there was so much so much movement um, that it it brought down boulders, like almost the size of houses. It was, it was pretty pretty remarkable and i I just think we're going to see more more extremes like that and you know have to deal with that as well near 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 the uh near the end of the film you talk about um somebody says what we need you know doing sort of a a a juxtaposed sort of conversation we don't need 24-hour access to to energy what we need is i think this is the sort of the quote or the line of thinking 24 hour access to our feelings and and, right. and and it's 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 a wonderful thought and you and then you lead in into this idea of 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 a growing sense of sympathy empathy and compassion from almost from an evolutionary perspective and we, yeah. yeah no and it it just it's got it, do you think do you think you're going to be potentially accused of being too hopeful <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so like I said I I we, again, we've just had our first screening. We're going to be in other festivals coming up, but based on the questions, um, I don't think so. I think it left people wanting to learn more. Nice. And and but it's really important not to feel depressed. Yes. It, it's yeah, agreed. important to feel. You don't have to. I, I don't know if the word hope is the right. You know, if you feel like you've got some agency in the world, right. you're you're yep. more likely to 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 do things rather than feeling hopeless right <laughs> but i think having agency is more important than actually just hope because hope means you're just maybe just wishing um to me i think i think showing people that they actually have a real agency in the in the world is important but then again you look at you look at moving into a different um 
way of doing things. You might stick some solar panels on your house and you can party, party, <laughs> party all, all the time, right? When the, when the sun is shining. Right. So, um, and without uh, harming, not no animals, you know, because you had to make the solar panel, but it's a different way of doing things rather than just burning the burning it up and it's gone forever. Well, that's what's so yeah. so again and a whole other message to the film. It seems to me a whole other subtext, and it's it's just so brilliantly layered. But the, this idea of innovation, right, and right. The innovation, intentionality, adaptation, and I mean it's all connected to the choices we make. I mean, I I'm encouraged by by my I have a ten and a twelve year old Spencer and and Victoria and 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 the and the decisions they're making, the things that I wouldn't even have thought of 20 years ago or 25 years right. ago. And so that's, I mean, I think that's reason to be more, I guess, hopeful if we want to use that word. But I love your word agency because it implies that I am responsible just right. as much as the next um, um, person. Yeah, I think there. someone had said, it's not in the film, but someone had said that um, we know enough about our unconscious behavior and where it comes from to understand that unconscious means on purpose, mm. although you, <laughs> so it's, uh, yeah. I the, mean, uh, the French, the French, Susan, the French philosopher, Emmanuel Levinas said, uh, something to the effect of quote, we, we are all responsible, uh, and I more than the rest. And it's, right. it's it, you know, and it, I mean, it's just, and I think that's kind of what living in the future's past is really to me, but I love the way Jeff near the end, and I hope I'm not tipping our hat too much or your hat or his hat, but you know, <laughs> this idea of what are, what are we willing to, to, to contribute, you know, and, right. and, and what comes natural to us, you know, you, it's even in the, it's, I'm pretty sure it's on the poster. What kind of future would you like to see or something along those lines is a question right. you ask. And, yeah. uh. I yeah I just I it, 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 to 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 say that it's layered is a bit of an understatement. Right. I and I it's a, it's a it's a great film I to enjoy I think but also to bring people mm. in to watch mm. people who might not be thinking certain ways if you bring them it's not threatening um <laughs> and 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 audiences can find out more about it too living in the futures past film.com uh, from what susan tells me the the site has just come live uh in the yeah. last few days lots of information there about cast and, and the filmmakers and the synopsis and so on and a list of the festivals you're going to be heading to and did i did i also hear you as well right susan it's going to get a theatrical release too right yes Yes, we've got a great um, distributor. She distributed my last film, but we decided to savor this one. Nice. And and then I, I we just love festivals and theaters because people come, they see it together, they get together, they talk to each other, and then it'll be in wide release in the typical Fantastic. places you find stuff like Netflix. So great. Well, I. So, I'm absolutely thrilled for you uh, and and for the conversation that's going to develop as a result of this film and and the conversations already that have started, no doubt. And I hope everybody sees it. It's a it's a beautiful film and it's it's a, an important film as well. We've been talking with Susan Kachera here today, uh, directed uh, her latest film, Living in the Future's Past. You you really do need to get out and see it. Uh, Susan, thank you so much for your time today. Oh, thank you. This is wonderful. And I'm, I'm so glad that you saw the film. It made it uh, easier for me. That's <laughs> yeah, true. It was a delight. Uh, and I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing it again with my family, actually. Oh, great. Wonderful. Thanks. 
And Jeff thanks you. I'm sure he's, he's just thrilled. Thanks. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 